You know, we don't talk about money enough. It is a topic that just gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day -day life. Well, this is the issue that brought money talk to reality. I know you're probably too busy and don't have the time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that is where this podcast, Money Talk, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. episode of Money Talk. We're going to be talking about why. Why do we do what we do when it comes to our personal finances? I'm going to help you learn why it's important to have a why or a reason of why you're doing what you're doing. I'm also going to help you learn how to identify that why and how it can apply to our day-to-day -day lives. I have a bit of a change up for the questions section this week, so make sure to stay tuned for that. I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation today and the subject we have to talk about. Also, at the end of today's episode, I will be introducing a new segment, so stay tuned. So without further delay, let's get into the reason why you're listening to today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It is a topic that just gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day -day life. Well, this is the issue that brought money talk to reality. I know you're probably too busy and don't have the time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that is where this podcast, Money Talk, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. week's episode of Money Talk. We're going to be talking about why. Why do we do what we do when it comes to our personal finances? I'm going to help you learn why it's important to have a why or a reason of why you're doing what you're doing. I'm also going to help you learn how to identify that why and how it can apply to our day-to-day -day lives. I have a bit of a change up for the questions section this week, so make sure to stay tuned for that. I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation today and the subject we have to talk about. Also, at the end of today's episode, I will be introducing a new segment, so stay tuned. So without further delay, let's get into the reason why you're listening to today's episode. So first, let's talk about why you need a why. So the first thing is, is it can really help you focus. It really helps you work through those issues. So say there's a bump in the road. Those simple bumps in the road don't send you into a tailspin when you have a real reason why you're doing what you're doing with your personal finances. You don't have to worry about those little things that come up. The next thing is that you're aware of opportunities. You're actively aware of those investment opportunities that might come up because you're actively focused on your purpose, which may be to save for a house in the future or something like that. And there is far less FOMO or fear of missing out when you have a why. You don't have to worry about what next crypto is going big because you know your plan and your purpose is going to get you to where you want to be. And you get increased savings. Think about like a 529 for your kid's college account. If you know your purpose is to save for your kid's college and that's what you want to do, then it's really easy to find those opportunities and to be using those sort of tools to really help increase your growth. But if you aren't sure of your reason, then you may never find out about that account. And your increased savings could also lead to you being engaged in investing and saving for retirement because maybe your purpose is retiring early or your purpose is making sure you're able to travel a lot once you retire. And if you know that's your reason, you're going to be a lot more engaged. Future purchases are a lot easier to save for when you know your purpose. And you will naturally save money quicker. You're going to suddenly find that you have a ton of money that you don't know where it came from. And then debt is also a big thing. 
Debt plays a huge role in your purpose. If you know you want to get out of debt, it's a lot easier to do. You need to know why you don't want to be in debt. If you don't know why you don't want to be in debt, you're just going to randomly find yourself in debt all of a sudden. And it makes larger than minimum payments a heck of a lot easier when you know your purpose. If your purpose is to get out of debt, then it's a lot easier to pay three, four, five, eight hundred dollars towards a payment when your minimum payment's only twenty-five dollars. That's a lot of money that you need to be putting away towards getting out of debt. So knowing that is your purpose and that's your why makes that a lot easier. And you invest instead of taking out loans to plan for expenses. So instead of taking out a hundred percent down or a no money down mortgage, you have money set aside in investment accounts towards saving for that down payment. And if you have your reason and you know your why, you actually achieve your financial goals. How likely are you to save $30,000 for a house? And how much likely, how much more likely is that if you have a reason? If you have a reason for that, it's a lot easier. $30,000 is a lot of money to just have sitting around. What are you going to do with it? If it's just sitting in a savings account, it's going to eat you alive to have that much money sitting there. That's a really nice vacation. But if you have a purpose and a plan, it's a lot easier to set that much money aside because saving money is boring. It is so boring to sock away five, six thousands of dollars a month. That sucks. I want to go spend that money. That's a fun time to go be able to spend that much money. But since it is boring and once you have your reason, you can also have some fun with it. Have some fun with your why and create a reward system and a journey for it. Document it a little bit. Journal it. Blog it. There's a lot of people out there that are quite successful and have prominent voices in the financial independence community and just the financial sphere because all they did was document their journey. So I hope that gave you a good idea of why it's important to have your why. Next, let's talk about how do you find your why. So how do you find your why? Well, first you need to analyze your thoughts and desires. What do you think about buying regularly? Is it a computer? Is it new shoes? Is it gardening equipment? Is it sewing equipment? What do you think about buying? And what do you really want to buy in your future? A home, a car, a nice vacation for your entire family, a really nice pair of shoes. What kind of things do you want to purchase further down the road? Do you like specific things like tech, clothes, like I've been mentioning? Why do you want to purchase? What do you want to purchase? Really think about this one and be honest with yourself. Is it for utility? Does your gardening equipment have a purpose because you make food for the community and you grow crops for the community? Or is it to serve others? Is your clothing something you repurpose later down the road because your stuff wears out so you give it to uh, local charities and stuff like that so you need new clothes? Is it just to show off? Do you need fancy shoes and a fancy car just to look fancy? Really think about that. That's how you're going to be able to find your why. Examine you yours and your family's goals. Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to buy a car, phones, an entertainment system? What kind of timeline do you have? Are you looking to buy this in the next two months, six months, a year, three years, 10 years, 30 years, 50 years, hundreds of years? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Think about your why in those terms, in that perspective. Do you want to give your kids a better life than you had? If so, your timeline's probably really long. Study your spending habits. This is going to really help you find your why. What do you spend money on now that doesn't align with that goal? Think about the goals that you had. What do you want to spend money on in the future? What are those big things? Do you want to leave a legacy for your kids? Do you want to buy a really, really nice house? What are you spending on money right now that doesn't align with buying a house in 30 years? Are you buying a ton of fast food? Is that really going to help you achieve that financial goal of having a really big house? 
Is what you're doing really beneficial towards your goals? Are you investing money? Not just spending money, but what are you doing with the money you aren't spending? Is it being put towards a good place like a 529 account if your kids really want to go to college and you're dedicated to helping pay for that? Think about what you're doing. Is it beneficial towards your goals? What's the timeline for your goals? There are a lot of financial tools out there that you can use. So you really just need to look at what you want now, what you want in the future, what are you doing now, and what is the impact of your choices now? That'll really help you start to align your why. I know for me, I'm going to share my reason a little bit later in this episode about why financial independence is important to me. So next, let's talk about the impact of a real reason. So the impact of a real reason. What is going to happen in your life because you have a true why? Well, you're going to make decisions differently. I think about one specific example in mind in my wife's life is her wanting to go to PA school. She really wants to become a physician's assistant, and that costs money. That's something we have to readily plan for. And because that's part of our purpose right now, we're able to make decisions differently. We're able to put money away for college into a sinking fund for college. We're able to not go out to eat as easily. We're able to not go out to eat as much because we know we want to save for PA school down the road and going out to eat a lot will hinder that goal and saving for a car repair as well. We want to make sure Rebecca has safe and reliable transportation and her car gets around just fine right now, but it needs new tires soon. So we're actively putting that in our mind. We have a reason of wanting to make sure her car is safe, phone purchases and not upgrading every year. We understand that our real reason of wanting to pay towards PA school also means our phones are just fine. We don't need a new phone every single year. Rebecca made it so that I didn't upgrade to the new iPhone for the first time ever. I'd honestly, since I believe the iPhone 7, gotten a new iPhone every single year, which was fine in my situation. It didn't really hinder me. But now because we have our new reason on focusing towards PA school and other goals, I don't need a new phone every year. And I've realized that because sacrifices are much easier when you have a real reason and life becomes easier and clearer. And it isn't going to lead to a perfect financial life. Don't get that idea in your mind. You're not going to suddenly become magical with math and numbers. It's more about talking about money. And it becomes a lot easier once you're on a set path or reason, especially with a spouse or in your family. Conversations around hard situations become far easier when you have a purpose in mind beforehand. Rebecca and I can easily keep each other on track when it comes to saving for PA school when we start getting crazy ideas about buying new tech, whether it's a new computer for me that I really don't need, a new phone that I really don't need, or those other sorts of things. It's a lot easier to remember your real reason and to call each other out on that sort of stuff when you both have that reason in mind. And the impact for me goes beyond personal finance. When you have that real reason in mind, it makes it a lot easier to set your goals around everything in life. So let's talk about my reason to want to achieve financial independence. For me, it's service in like my church and being able to commit my full time to be able to help other people in the area and be able to help on projects in the community and things like that. I love being able to give my time most essentially because time is the one thing that we aren't really paid for. Like we aren't given more time at our jobs or given more money and using our money wisely is able to afford us more time down the road. And it's a life of simplicity for me as well, like being able to not have to worry about a million work projects all at once, just being able to do what I want to do, really. That's where the impact of a real reason comes in for me. It helps me make simple decisions in my investing and things that I know are going to work because I don't want to complicate my life and try to get rich quick. I have a plan in mind because I know because of my real reason, I know financial independence is still 
quite a ways down the road, but also my goal of financial independence has a real impact on me and wanting to be able to be more open and have more time to do what I want to do. Like things like this podcast, I really enjoy it. But if I'm busy with a 60 hour work week, continually always working, it may not be an option. So looking for little passion projects of mine and having the time and ability to afford to do those is really how my reason affects me beyond personal finance. So next, let's change it up a little bit. We're gonna talk and get into our question segment, but I'm changing it up, so stay tuned. So this week's question segment, instead of answering some of your questions, I'm gonna ask you some questions to get you thinking about this topic. So the first one is a really good exercise to really help you nail down your why. It's called asking why five times. So what do you want to do with your money and your personal finances? Why do you want to do that? And why do you want to do that? And why do you want to do that? And why? And why? So let's walk through that a little bit with an example. So what do I want to do with my money and personal finances? So I want to be in a position where I can retire early or go to a position where I work part-time and do what I want with my time, where I'm not bound to a job because I need money. So I want to be financially independent. Why do I want to be financially independent? So that I can free up my time and do what I enjoy doing. Why do I want to free up my time and do what I enjoy doing? Because it's fun for me to be able to spend time serving in my church callings or helping teach people about financial literacy. And why do I want to teach people about financial literacy? Because I think it's important for other people to have a good, strong financial foundation for us to be able to build a better future economy and such. Why do I want to do that? Because I think It's an opportunity for me to be able to share my knowledge and I enjoy doing things like that. So you see how the idea of financial independence comes all the way down to I enjoy teaching other people about money and want time to do that. So there's a lot deeper you can go with your why. So be willing to ask yourself why and then ask that why, why and 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 why. why. Not really. You don't need to go that deep. But what excites you? Let's start with that. Are you excited about Working. Do you enjoy working? There's nothing wrong with that. What if you enjoy working every day of your life and waking up at 6 a.m. and coming home at 6 p.m. and you just like to work? Why do you like doing that? Why do you, yeah, keep going with the whys? What if it excites you to spend a ton of time with your family? Why do you like spending time with your family? Because it makes you happy. Why, like, just keep going deeper. What do you want to define your life? This is another way to really unlock your why. Do you want charity and friendliness and kindness to define your life? What do you want people to say at your 80th birthday party? Do you want them to say, oh, he's always been such a great person or she's always been such a wonderful coworker? What do you want to be? Use those questions to help identify your why. Next, let's talk about implementing your why. So now let's implement your why. Now that you've identified some of your personal motivations, how do you implement it? What can you adjust in your life that is very small that will help you achieve your goal? So let's talk about 1% gains. I'm going to mention this a lot in this podcast because I really love this idea. It's the idea of small and simple things. It's personal compounding interest because if you break down your why into simple steps you can do, it's a heck of a lot easier than just achieving the larger goal. If my goal is I want to be financially independent and I'm going to get there what do I do? Like you have to break it down, obviously. Like it makes sense that you need to figure out those specific things that you need to do. So for me, for financial independence, it means 
maxing out my Roth IRA every single year. That's one small step. What can I do to achieve that small step? Well, I can make sure to set aside 500 or $600 a month. And if I need to cut back, increase it in another month. Like I have to make sure to pay attention to those specific things. How can I make sure I'm able to set aside $500? Not eat out, spend less on clothing, make sure I'm not spending a bunch on random subscriptions that I don't need. As you can see, I'm able to break down the financial independence goal into small, simple steps I can take. That's how you implement your why. So think of something you want to improve and think of something that can improve that piece. Now think of an even smaller, simple something that you can do towards that small step. So like I said, it's financial independence, maxing out my Roth IRA, putting away $500 every single month, not eating out. That small, simple step of not eating out will have a large impact on financial independence in the long run. So let's wrap up today's episode with my thoughts and conclusions about why. So what do I think about all this? Well, finding your why is the most important thing into continuing along your personal finance journey. How are you going to continue to take those hard steps like putting $800 towards your debt? That's really hard. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that can buy a lot of nice things. How are you going to make sure that you know that's important and that's something you want to do? You got to find that reason deep within you. And how are you going to make sure to set aside $500 a month for your Roth IRA? That's also a lot of money. Personal finance is a rocky road and there's always bumps and bruises, but your personal reason helps you stay focused. I mentioned that in the beginning of the episode. Focus is absolutely essential to achieving your financial goals. A purpose is essential to way more than just our personal finances. So let's take a step outside of personal finances. I know I love talking about money and I can ramble and ramble and ramble about money, but let's think about something else. How about your education? Do you need a reason why you want to get an education? Obviously, that one makes sense. What about your marriage? Do you need a reason why you want to get married and you need to know your purpose in raising a large family because that might have a little bit of a decision factor on who you're getting married to. Like you need to know your reasons for things. And obviously it has an impact outside of personal finance. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. And I hope you learned a little bit of lesson on how to ask why five times, get a little deeper, get a little deeper on those steps that you can take towards achieving your goals. And thank you for tuning in to Money Talk today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode about talking about your why and the purpose behind what you do with money. I hope there was some good information that you picked up today. I highly recommend you go through the question section if you didn't have a moment and really think about what I was asking. It can be especially helpful for you when you try to identify your why in your personal finances or in your life. So it's time to start the new weekly section that I talked about. In each podcast, I'm going to be talking about a financial one of the week. These are going to be from my personal life, but they can also be from yours. If you want to share a financial win that you had recently, please share it with me on social media or through my email at moneytalk.ffc at gmail.com. And my financial win of the week is getting my wife set up with an HSA. We were previously under my health insurance and we were using an HSA through my employer, but I changed jobs and my wife was covered by her parents' high deductible health plan. So now we're able to get her set up with an HSA. And that's what we're going to do because HSAs are a great investment vehicle and the potential for a lot of tax-free growth, which I'm sure I will cover in a future episode. But my financial win of the week is getting an HSA set up for my wife. And thank you for tuning into Money Talk today. I'm your host, Skyler Fleming. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk show is provided for informational purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. 
Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.